Hi, my friends, and welcome to Coach Boss Energy. This is the podcast for new and aspiring coaches who are ready to level up in their business and lean into their authority as a badass coach and CEO. I'm your host, Lindsay Sacco, your pocket-sized MBA with five years of consulting and coaching experience, and I'm ready to get real and raw about it all. From launching a coaching business that's set up to scale to growing your business to those shiny, consistent 10K months and beyond, I'm sharing everything. So cozy in and let's get to business. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Coach Boss Energy. I'm so excited because this is our first ever episode where I'm actually bringing in a guest which is extra exciting for me because while I love talking into a void on the floor of my closet or today on my bed, um, talking to a real life human is twice the fun. (laughs) And so I'm super giddy for today's conversation with Haley. Uh, I was literally just talking to her earlier about how it's so much more easy to to have a conversation when there's an actual person there instead of me just talking into my mic. Um, So This is the second part in a two-part series all about turning your personal story into a profitable coaching business. So in the very first episode of Coach Boss Energy, I talked about the exact step-by-step process you can take to extract all the goodness in your personal story and use that to build a coaching business that you can help others with. Uh, And if you haven't listened to that, check that out after this. Um, But now we're going to pull all of that, all the goodness that I talked about there into practice with my extra special guest, Haley, and her story. Uh, And I know there are a lot of people out there who are struggling to see how their expertise and story can translate into a coaching business. And maybe there are people like you who have a product or service-based business, people like Haley, who have a product or service-based business and don't know that they can use that expertise to translate it into coaching as well. So I'm really excited to tap into Haley's story and give everyone listening here a flavor of what's possible. So I've teased Haley's name like seven times now. So let me just introduce her. Uh, Haley Stevenson is a longtime friend of mine, but only recently have we reconnected. And she's the founder of Gist Journals, G-Y-S-T, which stands for Get Your Shit Together, which by the way, Haley, one of my like all-time new favorite brand names. Uh, And she creates custom starter bullet journals for driven individuals who need help organizing every aspect of their lives from finance to goals to setting uh, mental health uh, practices. She's amazing at this stuff. She talks about it all the time. And for Haley, this business is about more than just creating awesome, beautiful journals that are simple to use. Haley's also on a mission to teach really valuable organizational tools and techniques that are essential for tackling big, ambitious goals through the lens of mindfulness, intentional living, gratitude, self-empowerment, and positivity. So basically, she's a brazen, bold, badass with a big heart. We love that. So when Haley and I were at the very start of our entrepreneurial journey, she mentioned her business idea and also told me that she had these grand plans to weave in consulting and coaching into what she did. So when I was thinking of a guest for this episode, I thought Haley would be absolutely perfect. So. Okay, I gotta stop talking and actually let Haley get a word in here. Haley, I'm so grateful for you for being here today and sharing your story. So welcome, hi, how are you? Welcome to my bedroom. (laughs) Hello, yeah, nice to be here or there, um, you know, virtually. (laughs) And I'm so glad that I got the chance to come on your new podcast. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited too. So, okay, I have to go back to the beginning 
because one of the things that stuck out to me the first time we connected, you know, at the early part of you starting GIST and me starting my coaching business uh, was your story about how this was partially created out of a pandemic throwing a wrench in your Peace Corps plans. So tell me more about that because I think it's super interesting. Where were you just before GIST started and what inspired you to take this crazy leap into entrepreneurship? Yeah, well, it definitely, I started just totally unexpectedly. Uh, last year at the start, about a week before COVID really took over the world, actually, I had just left to join the Peace Corps and I was in Zambia. And that was my grand plan for the next two and a half years. Turned into only about a week there and I had been booted back to the United States and, and uh, left dealing with, you know, what was my next step? What was I going to do? I had this master's degree in human rights and I wanted to still kind of do what I had planned to be doing in Zambia. So I started volunteering at a food bank and ended up as part-time staff there. And I was really ramping myself up to get on track towards working in nonprofits. Um, and I had applied for a full-time job at the place that I worked and just through circumstance, I just didn't end up getting the job. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a frustrating feeling when you feel that you are just completely not in control of the opportunities that are available to you in your life. And that frustration um, going on a camping trip to uh, Yosemite was really a good time for me to sit down and reflect about what did I actually want to be doing just day to day, right? Yeah. We were driving back from our trip and my partner and I were talking and I was just sitting there like, ugh, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Mm. No, if I could just spend tomorrow bullet journaling, I would really be a lot happier. And thinking that, I was like, could I make that happen? Like, could I actually do that? And we, you know, had about six hours to talk it out together. And the concept of this was created. And within a week, I registered my LLC. And I'm when I decide to do something, I'm kind of just a little gung ho. Yeah, I, me too. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right, this is the decision, and you know, uh, guns blazing. So it was a very unexpected uh, start, and that was about four months ago. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here you are. I love a decisive person who, once they make a decision, it's like, okay, I'm from zero to a hundred in literally three seconds. I love that. And I, I guess I hadn't remembered that you actually had gone to Zambia for a, for a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you, you were all in. You were all in. I don't I know if you're all in. You left there. everything behind. I sold all of my stuff. I said goodbye to my partner. Um, you know, it was actually, it was the first day of school, the first day of training that we got to the training center. And they were like, oof, yeah. Um, so you're going back home? Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's horrible to think about. Um, it's kind of hilarious. But at the same time, 
as we were getting this announced to us, um, there was a slaughterhouse nearby that was um, operating. So there was some pretty harrowing sounds in the background too. <laughs> oh my gosh, the entire ambiance was like yeah, dun dun dun. It was <laughs> right? <a whole> time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, clearly you turned the lemons into lemonade. I mean, the, all of that frustration, stress, what came out of that was a business that you love, which is super exciting. I want to go back to just talking about bullet journaling for a second, because this is not a podcast about bullet journaling. So there are probably plenty of people listening who don't know exactly what that means. So let's break down what bullet journaling even is, because I think a lot of us have this idea of like a creative outlet where you put stickers on a notebook. <laughs> so what is the purpose of bullet journaling and how has it impacted your life? So bullet journaling is basically just a an agenda that you design yourself. So it starts as a blank journal. Most people use dotted journals. Um, and you, first of all, have to decide what it is that you're using the journal for, right? So is it supposed to be a creative outlet? Is it supposed to help you organize your business? Is it supposed to help you uh, in your personal life? And then just taking that purpose and deciding different layouts, um, basically what kind of trackers and pages you're going to include. Mm -hmm. So it really takes a wholesome look at your life. And as you practice with it, and as you move forward, it helps you learn your priorities. So as you learn your priorities, you're then able to make better decisions about how you're spending your time, which then ends in, you know, feeling less stressed about everything that's going on, feeling more fulfilled that you have the time to do what you actually want to be doing and need to be doing and getting motivated to improving certain aspects of your life. I love that. So I'm hearing less stress, more motivation, more clarity, and being able to prioritize, which I think right now, especially in today's world where everything we're doing is online and even more so now with COVID, the amount of information we have coming at us is like insane. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing this like statistic come out all over the place where we actually have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. And I don't know about you, but it can be so easy, especially as an entrepreneur to get this shiny object syndrome where you're constantly pulled, you know, earlier you and I were talking about like how much time we even just spend on Canva, like something mm -hmm. that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things how easy it can be to pull our attention one way or another when we don't have a clear idea of how we should be spending our time. Um, so I love I love hearing how that's helped you on a broad level, but I'm curious, just even getting more specific, when you started this just journey with bullet journaling, where were you mentally and what what did that help you achieve when you've kind of mastered what worked for you and how you could use journaling to to kind of get all of these things you were talking about, less less stress, more clarity, better prioritization. Like what does that transformation look like for you? Yeah, so for me, at the time when I first uh, discovered bullet journaling, I had just, just started grad school. I sat down next to someone who 
had one in front of them. And I immediately saw that and said, you need to tell me what that is because I can just tell I need that in my life. I was at a place where, you know, I was starting something new. I was feeling a little overwhelmed with going back into school and dealing with really high level classes, um, not feeling like I was good enough, smart enough. And I just really needed a way to feel like I had this under control, right? So I had pretty bad anxiety at the time. You know, I was dealing with the kind of anxiety that kept me from leaving or made me go back home when I was out in my car. Um, to me, the way I experience anxiety is just a lot of stuff uh, floating around in my head and crashing into each other, and it just creates this noise. And so bullet journaling was a way for me to literally pluck out all of those different things and put them onto a page where they were then contained and I could decide what to do with them rather than just floating all over the place. And just that act helped me reduce my stress to the level where I was able to feel empowered to make big decisions in my life because all of the little stuff was handled. And so I, through bullet journaling, I was able to finish grad school, do awesome, leave a bad relationship, and you know, start deciding what I wanted to do as a real life adult. So it made it made a really huge difference in just my life trajectory and how confident I felt in who I was and what I could do. There is so much gold in everything that you just said. Like I'm literally taking all of these notes. Something that really stood out to me was the way that you talked about your anxiety and how a lot of times we use this word overwhelm, anxiety, whatever that is, but it's this feeling of so many ideas, so many thoughts, both negative and positive, like rushing around in our brains and not necessarily knowing what to do with it all. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the moment where the overwhelm comes when we're doing something new that we, we're not really sure what the next step that we need to take is, or we're feeling imposter syndrome, or, you know, we don't feel like we have that control, which you use the word control a couple of times. And I love the way that you've kind of used journaling, this bullet journaling process to bring some organization to an otherwise really chaotic mindset. Uh, that you were starting out with, especially in this new this new endeavor that you were taking as a student, which is which is really awesome. And the other thing that really stood out to me too was, you know, leaning into this concept of when you're able to feel like all of the little stuff is taken care of, you actually feel more empowered to make these these big decisions, which I love. I love that because the the thing that it reminds me of is as an entrepreneur, how many small daily decisions I have to make. Like just all of that stuff that shouldn't take all this brain power, but because it all compounds, it can get really stressful. And so feeling like there's a place to just put it all and transition my energy so I can think of what are the big strategies I want to talk about? What are the what are the what are the things that actually require my brain energy? Not the stuff that's trying to pull my brain energy. And I'm I'm curious to hear, you know, so uh, episode one, I talked all about finding your pivotal moment. 
And that's really this, this process where you are either, you know, taking a moment where you've achieved something, which is like a big milestone that you were able to cross uh, or learn something, which is like some sort of mindset shift or changed perspective that allowed you to level up. Or the third area you can find a pivotal moment is being able to overcome something. So getting over some really dark time or big challenge uh, that you were able to finally conquer. So I'm curious kind of as you think about this process that you went through kind of learning how bullet journaling could level up your game, where, where would you kind of click it into there? How would you kind of categorize it as like they're achieving something, learning something and, or overcoming something? For me, I conceptualize it as, as learning something. Really, I learned mindset because that is such a huge part of any part of your life, right? When you're able to level up your mindset, things that previously had stood in your way just seem to start disappearing. Um, because you're just operating in a different way. You know, your mindset affects your actions. So for me, that's definitely, you know, just learning this bullet journaling process. It's not just the thing that I have in front of me. It's a tool that you use to train your mind into, you know, seeing the positive, seeing your potential rather than getting bogged down in all of the the current reality, right? Because so often why we seek out this information is because our current reality isn't where we really want it to be yet, right? So getting through that is, a, is bullet journaling is just great for that. I, I have to repeat the sentence. I feel like Brene Brown, whenever I do this, I don't know if you listen to her podcast, but she's like, she's the queen of like, wait, I have to repeat this because it's amazing and everybody needs to hear it. I love the sentence you use. It's a tool to use it's a tool you use to train your mind into seeing your potential rather than getting bogged down in our current reality. I love that. That's gold. That is absolute gold. And I'm curious, you know, you talk about this as a mindset shift, but I follow you on TikTok, which I'll, I'll give <laughs> everyone here like everything that they need to know to, to reach you on all the socials. But Haley is uh, what I consider a TikTok extraordinaire. She totally has the TikTok game down. Um, but I see you not just talking about the mindset stuff, but I also like see you talking a lot about finance. I see you talking about um, gratitude, other habit trackers, and, and even using it as a tool to organize your business. So I'm curious, like, yes, mindset, totally important. I'll preach mindset all day, but it seems like this is more than just the mindset. It seems like there's actually t tactical things that you were able to learn through this that are actually tangible and you can turn them into real progress. So I'm curious to hear kind of how you approach approach it from that side of things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, bullet journaling, at least the way I do it and I'm trying to teach it is a real strategy, a real concrete strategy. There's many different things because there's many different things in your life, right? I mean, we've all got a lot going on. <laughs> if you are mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, if you're a student, if you're a stay-at-home parent, whatever you are, you know, you have multiple different aspects of your life that 
all fit in the puzzle of your life, you know? So working on these strategies is, you know, just, it's a whole person approach. So you talk about like habit tracking and finance and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my bullet journal right now and the stuff that I include every month is a habit tracker, a monthly goals page, a budget page and a gratitude page. And those all work together, right? They're interrelated. All of these strategies that I'm trying to, you know, help people implement in their own lives, they work together. For example, you set your monthly goals, but it's not enough to just write four goals down on a page and wait to see where you are at the end of the month, right? So you use that with your habit tracker. And for example, if, you know, my goal is to meditate every day, I write that down in my habit tracker so that I can see right in front of me whether or not I meditated every day. And it's not just about, you know, feeling like either a success or a failure. It's about being able to evaluate yourself honestly so that you can, you know, next month, see how you did and make changes accordingly. You know, not everything has to be so attached to feeling like you succeeded or failed. You know, it's all a learning process. We're all learning and trying to get better and work on ourselves. I apply the same concept in entrepreneurship in the sense that, you know, whenever we are trying something new, especially as entrepreneurs, we tend to be perfectionists. We tend to have huge goals and set ourselves uh some pretty high standards <laughs> and i think a lot of times we're afraid to look back at the data because we don't want it to show that we've not succeeded or hit those goals when in reality if we sh if we shift our mindset and we start looking at the data as a way to level set where we were how things went and give us a strategy to move forward and shift our perspective and our tactics and everything that we're doing we're able to make progress so much more quickly because we're not so married to the one outcome. We're not like putting every egg in our one outcome basket and forgetting that there's a million different other ways to make our goals happen if we're able to kind of shift the, the strategy that we're using to do it. Um, so I love, I love that you talk about that. To me, it's kind of, it, it embodies this idea of we're all just a draft, we're a work in progress and the shame and the judgment that we put on ourselves only serves to hold back that next iteration, that next version, because we, we, we keep ourselves stuck in, in the past versus moving forward in the future. Um, so I love that message. Now, so I, I can like even just hear as you're talking about all this stuff, like this is something you're super passionate about. And I see you, right? I see you on all the socials, teaching, teaching, teaching. And I know that you wanna help the entire world access all of this information. But I'm curious when you think about the exact person who can really benefit from this, who is that person to you? Who is that specific individual that needs what you what the transformation that you were able to achieve yourself? Although I love to say bullet journaling is for everybody, <laughs> I cannot reach everybody, right? So I do get the need to narrow down and figure out, you know, who exactly am I talking to? Um, and I thought about it. And, you know, there's there are two people that, you know, I, I keep going back and forth between. One is like the young um, entrepreneur or entrepreneur minded 
person who is very driven, really wants to achieve things in their life, um, but, you know, just just a smidge disorganized. <laughs> They're just not quite uh, where they need to be. You know, they have these really big ideas, um, but when it comes to starting to implement, they're really feeling um, you know, again, overwhelmed, right? There's just so many things coming at them and they're not quite sure how to uh, like feel like they're staying above water with it. And then the other person, and you know, these are based off of actual people in my life. Uh, I won't say their names. <laughs> they're definitely people who I'm friends with that I'm like, you, I, I want to help you. Um, and so the other person is, you know, the person who is maybe feeling a little stuck, maybe they're a little later on in their life or career journey, and they're wanting to switch it up, you know, they're feeling like, oh, I've been doing this for however many years, and I'm just really not feeling fulfilled. There's something that's not quite clicking. And I know that you're not stuck there, right? If you're feeling that, you absolutely have the power to make those changes in your life and really get into the life that you are just head over heels, obsessed with, in love. You're so excited to wake up every day. And that's available to everyone. But when you're this second person and you're feeling like, you know, it's it's done, it's over, what can I do? You know, I, I really want to help that person just see like, oh my gosh, there's still so much you can do. Like, don't, don't put yourself into this tiny box and shut it away and say like, Oh, well, that's, that's that. So, and you know, in the, my, my mind, um, those are the two people that I'm trying to reach with my, you know, whatever in my TikToks or my Instagram and, you know, the people that I really want to be working with. I, I love that. And, you know, you know that you have your messaging down when, you were describing the first person and I was like, I feel exposed. <laughs> that is how you know you're like, yep, I get it. That is totally me. I am a disorganized entrepreneur through and through. I should say I, I, I work really hard to keep my disorganization in check, but my natural inclination is to have a thousand million things floating. And uh, if you saw my, I'm literally pulling up, if you saw my notepad on my my oh. Mac. Oh, you would hate me. You'd be like, <laughs> Lindsay, please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, I, I digress. I've been, I, I went into a tangent. I, you have two different categories here, uh, both facing similar type of, of feeling, um, but manifesting in different ways. And for the sake of just going through the rest of these exercises, let's stick with the first one, if you don't mind, partly because I think that resonates with, with some of the people listening now. And uh, it's 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 an it's an audience that you and I have been talking about a little bit, you know, offline. Um, so I'm let's let's just dig into this kind of entrepreneurial minded entrepreneur, young, slightly disorganized, very well meaning, very ambitious. And I'm curious, digging deeper into that person, what do you feel are the limiting beliefs, and what habits are they struggling with, and what in their life needs to change in order for them to kind of reach that next level of success? So the mindset of, you know, this person, this situation to me is one where you just think I'm just this way. This is just who I am. 
I'm just going to have to deal with being disorganized forever. Um, so, you know, and I talk to these people all the time, uh, people who just, for whatever reason, um, you know, think organization and something like bullet journaling is just not accessible to them um, because organization is some kind of like magical superpower and it's not like <laughs> it's you know there's definitely like organization can be a more natural talent to people you know talk about like Marie Kondo and clearly that lady has got something that yeah. other people just don't have <laughs> that's her secret sauce why that's just you know and that's why people pay her to do this stuff for them but really the underlying strategies behind organization is as simple as knowing where to put some boxes and, and what to fill them with. So I want to push past that mindset in, in the people that I'm working with. Yeah. I love that. And I literally wrote down Haley, you're like a bank of really great quotes. I just wrote down organization is not some magical superpower that needs to be on like a shirt somewhere. Yes. <laughs> because I, I know that feeling because I am that person who falls every once in a while into this mindset. Like I'm just a disorganized person and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. And learning how to, to cope with that means living with stress and anxiety and overwhelm a lot of the time. And of course, there are tons of different tools, right? Bullet journaling is one tool. People use plenty of different tools to solve it. But the point is, if you're living with the mindset that you can't create organization, you're then settling for this idea that you're destined to live a life of overwhelm, which sounds absolutely miserable and also doesn't make it easy to make big decisions, like you mentioned earlier, to want to enter into the new because you're still struggling with the overwhelm from the old. Um, yeah, I love that. That was so powerful. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that also translates into, you know, my, my young entrepreneur's life in that I want to help them understand and really actualize that you do not have to be grinding and hustling until you are exhausted and completely depleted. Um, I think that is a myth. You do not need to do that to be successful. Um, and so really hammering in those concepts of prioritizing self-care and, you know, boundaries is, is, you know, something that I feel like my ideal client would struggle with that I would love to create better outcomes for. So what you just said, I think is the perfect transition or segue into kind of this last uh, exercise, which is all about kind of narrowing in on that niche. And I want to dispel some a common misconception, which is that a lot of people think a niche is the specific customer you serve. But I like to look at a niche as really where you fit in the market. And that is what is that tra tangible transformation that you give someone? That's really where you carve out your own space, how you stand out from everyone else out there doing similar work or working with the same person. And so, and I've noticed, right, with, with a lot of product-based companies, um, you have a very visual, tangible product. So it's really easy to sell the how, the thing that you're using to create a transformation. 
But when you're in the service industry or you're a coach, what you're really selling is the transformation. As you've kind of marinated on all of the great stuff that bullet journaling has been able to give you, how can you wrap up the results that you can help disorganized, entrepreneurial, young, ambitious people achieve? In my mind right now, and this is not a fully conceptualized, uh, you know, author yet. We're we're getting there. We'll get there. Yeah, that's what we're here for. That's that's (laughs) the goodness. But so to me, the result that I would be able to provide, um, or I wouldn't be providing, the result that I would be able to help them provide for themselves is that they could grow their business, but not just grow their business in the way that someone else is telling them that they should, right? Um, Something that kept me out of starting a business for so long was my conceptions of owning a business and what it meant to participate in you know, potentially having employees and getting product and sourcing things. And there was a way to do it. And the way to do it is to maximize your profits at all costs. And I don't like that. So (laughs) I want people to feel empowered to be able to grow their business in the way that feels as true to themselves as possible, you know, and through bullet journaling, the client, whoever I'm working with, would be able to get really clear on, you know, what what are my priorities with starting a business? How do I want to make moves in my growth in a way that aligns with my values? Um, and then the second thing is that, you know, I would be able to give people that confidence to know that, you know, as I'm moving forward, I know that I have a system in place that is strong, that is going to ensure that nothing is slipping through the cracks, which is just going to help entrepreneurs feel more empowered to make those big decisions. Um, Just like we talked about when you don't have to worry about all of the little stuff, you don't have to be thinking about, you know, oh, when was this appointment? Do I have a Zoom call at this time? All of these little things, nothing's falling through the cracks. And then you're able to have that sure footing to be like, all right, you know, I'm ready for the next step. I I can take it to the next level. So those are the two things that I think would be tangible results of, you know, whatever, whatever coaching business I am able to get off the ground. I love this. And, you know, two things that you said stood out to me. The first was that I'm helping them provide for themselves. Yeah. You know, I think I, I made a post about this on Instagram and I talk about this a lot, but I think that it, it, it deserves being repeated. And that's, a lot of times the the imposter syndrome and the fear to start a coaching business comes from this idea that y- you feel really responsible for whatever outcome your clients get. Mm-hmm. And the difference between a coach and a consultant in in my in my in my words um, other people might have their own definitions, but to me the difference between a coach and a consultant is really the done with you and the done for you. And the coach is all about, to me, the done with you, someone who's able to sit, listen, and guide you to that next step based on their own experiences, their own story, and their skill set. 
and be a partner with you through that process. But in no way does that mean that your client's results belong to you. So if they don't belong to you, then it also we also shouldn't feel responsible for what what they get from it. And so I love I love your mind my, your mindset around how, around how coaching is a tool of empowerment. And so it's something that you help others achieve for themselves, which is which is super powerful. So I love that you said that. And the other thing that I love that you said, uh, partly because it's just 100% my philosophy, and so I love that we're on the same page there, is this idea of growing your business your way, right? There's so many cookie cutter businesses out there and so many coaches who are like, here's this template. And if you just do every single thing that I say, you're going to have a million dollar business in a year. If you're just plugging and playing and, and using someone else's template, then you're working for someone else's business. Like you might as well be going back to your nine to five because that's not your business. So I say in a world of cookie cutter coaches, like be the donut, that's my favorite dessert. Be the donut, be the person who has their own business that stands out. And I love, love, love that your whole methodology here is let's figure out what works for you. Let's figure out what each piece of, of your life kind of needs in order to create a holistic approach to a business that actually makes you feel good when you're working in it and does what you want it to do. I love that. I love that so much. To me, as you're talking, I'm really thinking about like the, the tangible transformation is really like an organized kind of action plan, a systematic action plan to creating a business that looks and feels the way these entrepreneurs want it to feel. I don't know. That's kind of what I pulled out of it. How does that make you feel? Like what 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 kind of comes up for you after thinking about that and, and going through that exercise? You know, coming from that exercise is just making me try to think about what would my actual offers be, right? Like how do I with those get those tangible results with my expertise and and knowledge? Um, so just trying to think through, you know, what it is because you just talked about, um, you know, having these templates and cooking cookie cutter ways. And, you know, it's just, I just, it's not going to work that way. Right. I can't just say like, okay, draw this layout and put these things here and it's going to work for you, Right. So working on figuring out how exactly do I make this something that, um, you know, uses the strategies, but allows for it to, shape shift with the life of the individual, right? And, you know, that's something that's also going to change as they develop and as their business develops, right? So giving them the tools to not only organize their life as it is right now, but feel empowered to make decisions about how you are going to change those systems as they need to be changed and, you know, knowing when that is and how to do it. Um, so teaching those kinds of skills. I love this. You know, Haley, just even talking with you and, and I hope that people who are, who are listening, who either have a product business or who have found some sort of awesome transformation for them themselves in their lives, no matter how big or small, how they can kind of shift their perspective of looking at it from a 
product they're offering to a transformation they're providing or guiding another person through. Because ultimately, whether it's a product, a service, a coaching business, whatever it is, all of us, all we're doing is providing some sort of solution, right? And so, you know, my whole goal is to help people shift how they look at what their business does, how they describe the result that they give someone, and then figure out, weave in the how, like you're talking about here, right? This next step, then you get to weave in the how and figure out, okay, how do I help people through this transformation? So I hope I hope people listening get a lot of inspiration from your story. Um, I could literally talk with you all all day, and I'm I'm super grateful that you've gotten really real and honest about your experience and your business. Um, and I I just couldn't be more grateful for this conversation. It was a blast to talk. Before I let you go, before I let you go, because I know you have like a million different things on your plate. You're an unstoppable force <laughs> and <laughs> you have big things coming up. I would love to hear and for you to share with our audience, like what do you have going on here? What's new in Gist world and where can people find you and support you? New and going on in, in Gist world, um, you know, coming up, I am going to be launching a 10 day goals challenge. Um, I recently did a 10 day gratitude challenge where uh, every day you would say that many things you were grateful for. So on the first day, it was just one thing and it was super easy. By the eighth day, I was really racking my brains to come up with eight things that I was grateful for. So in the same form of, you know, a 10 day challenge on day one of goals challenge, I'll give you a small task. And then as the days go, you'll be delving deeper and deeper into a specific goal that you're working towards. Um, so that'll be getting released on um, the same day as this podcast. So if you are listening right now, you should go to my social media pages and you will see that up there. Um, I am on social media, both on Instagram and on TikTok. My handle is at just journals. Um, really simple, same for both of them. So that'll be really fun and exciting. And I hope, you know, as many people as possible participate with that, even if it's participating silently, I don't mind as long as you're doing it. Um, and then, you know, just in just journals land, I will recently have, I think at the time of this podcast uh, airing, um, released a new line of inserts. Uh, so those are really cool. I'm really excited about them. They're a lot more approachable and affordable than the journals I currently have available. So, you know, go check those out. I have my website at it's um, justjournals.com. So those will all be up there as well. And I will put all of the links and stuff in the show notes. Um, before I let you go, I'm just curious because this, this 10 days goals challenge is awesome. In a, in, in, in a few words, what can this help new and aspiring entrepreneurs accomplish? So having something like a 10 day goals challenge is really useful for a new entrepreneur because I don't know about you, but there's always that one thing that's kind of there that you're like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. But for some reason, you are just not taking those steps. You know, you just keep putting it off. So having something like this and just saying, all right, this is my goal for this challenge. It's going to give you 10 days of pretty focused work on defining the goal and then figuring out 
actual actionable steps towards achieving that goal. So 10 days of focused um, thought and action is actually quite a lot and you can get a lot done in 10 days. Oh my gosh. Well, you started your business in a week. <laughs> so what can't you get done in 10 days? I love that. Yeah. So, okay, guys, everyone follow, follow Haley, wherever you show up on, on social media, definitely slide into our DMS. If you are someone who is stressed out, you're, you're new in your coaching, your coaching business, you are feeling the disorganized clutter, fill your brain because let's face it, when you're at the beginning stages of your business, there are probably more ideas than there are actions right now. <laughs> Haley is an absolute master at turning all of that into tangible steps, actionable steps. And she's your go-to gal. So definitely slide into her DMs if you need help with that. I am so grateful. You guys are all so lucky that she got a, she, she was able to show up today. I'm so grateful for it. Check her out. Follow along. See where she goes. I'll be watching. She's going to be doing amazing things. So thanks again, Haley. And thanks, everyone, for showing up and listening to another episode of Coach Boss Energy. Bye for now. Bye.